0: One of the other big things that is going on this weekend is a reunion night for Utah State men's basketball. A couple different teams are going to be brought together. Uh, members of those teams will be recognized at the Spectrum. And one of those is Troy Roll, who participated in the nineteen excuse me, 1999-2000 team. And uh, he's going to be there this weekend. And he joins us now in the full-court press to reminisce on some of his time with the Aggies back then and what he's doing now. Troy, thanks for spending some time with us today.
1: Yes, you bet. Yeah, no worries at
0: all. Hey, first of all, let me ask you, I want to go back to your playing time, or actually even before your playing time at Utah State, mm-hmm. and what it was that attracted you to come to USU. You're, if I'm not mistaken, you're you're from uh, Florida um, yeah. uh, originally. So how did you find your way to Logan, Utah?
1: Yeah, so basically how... All that all happened went down as a um, matter of fact. I remember I was in my coach's office and uh, Farrell Davis. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he actually came out to Utah State. This is when I was in Chipola, uh, Florida, basically around the panhandle there in Mariana, Florida, right? Right in that, that that area. This is the school Marcus Saxon uh, went to. Um, so I'm in the office with my coach, and I said to him, I was like, uh, um, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know where I'm going to go. He's like, hey, have you ever thought about Utah State? And I was like, and I didn't pay too much. I didn't, I actually, I just kind of shrugged him off. I was like, I, you know, I, you know, I just really just shrugged him off and didn't really say anything to him. And so, incidentally, uh, after that, my uh, Pharaoh, uh comes up to me and he's like, I took a visit to Utah State. You've got to go check it out. I was like, I'm like Utah, I'm like, where the heck is Utah? <laughs> like, like, only that, not only that, I've already like made a verbal commitment, and um, I'm having my mom sign the the letter of intent for uh, Long Beach State. That's how quick I I made up my mind, and so I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to Long Beach State because they were going to have a really good team, and uh, um, uh, I was going to be on the beach. It's going to be nice weather. I'm like, yeah. Um, this is this is this is gonna be really good, right
0: uh, yeah, hard to so, argue against that <laughs> right right and so um,
1: and so uh Larry calls me up before I send those papers in. It's amazing how this all worked out uh Larry and stacy uh calls me up, and uh he says they uh, i want to come down and visit you he came he comes down visits me. And uh, all of a sudden, we he we decided to like basically uh, um, have a little chat and, and all that. And, and I was like, man, I I really don't know where Utah State is. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that where they ride around with the dog sled and like the furs <laughs> and all that type of stuff? And he's like, just chuckling with me, and I, I'm giving him a hard time too. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awesome
1: <laughs> because i' I already had my mind made up, and so I said, Yeah, why don't you just come down and we we talk? um we had a great conversation, and his philosophy on basketball really matched where I was trying to go. I needed a coach that was gonna push me to that next level um because I wanted to be the best player I can be, even though I knew I would butt heads with this man, but I knew that um he would push me to that, that next level. Right. And so um, I came out, took a visit at Utah state and uh, I saw the spectrum, you know, I saw Salt Lake and, uh, but you know, what, what was so funny about this uh, trip is they brought me in during at night. It's usually they bring you in during the day and like As we're pulling in the town, there's these like large four-legged animals. Like I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute. I thought we were going to a college, and we these animals doing like right on the side of the road um as we were pulling in and uh, to make a long story short uh, as I pulled in I I saw it saw the spectrum and I just I knew it. I was like this this is it. This is college basketball. And uh and I changed my mind and and, uh, and it was like the best decision a young man could make at that time in his life to kind of, kind of gear him where, you know, for his next stages of his life. And so I, I, that's why, you know, Utah is definitely home, home for me because regardless, I keep moving away. I keep coming back. And so,
0: so that's that. Uh, That's awesome. And uh, as you were part of this, uh, that Utah state team and those teams, uh, you Mm -hmm. were an honorable mention uh, your first full season playing for Utah State in the Big West, uh, and then your your senior year, you made a, a first team All Big West. What was it like playing in the Big West at that time, which was kind of an underrated conference? There was some pretty good basketball that was played in the Big West at those at that time.
1: Yeah, it really was. We we there wasn't any games that we thought we could just walk in and and win. We had to prepare. And I think that's one of the nice things of playing uh, under uh, under Stu Morrill is his preparation, uh, his defensive scheme, most of all that I took out of uh, uh, out of everything that that he taught is basically he was just such a great teacher on defense and how to prepare for teams and, and yada yada. And and I think that's what got us over the hump because you know the. Some of those teams, you're you're not just going to walk in and, and beat them. We had to be well prepared, and and that's one thing that we always could count on is is due preparation. And uh, and so I always tell him that for sure.
0: This was uh what? I, let me ask it this way: There were some some games that you had that were just phenomenal games. You had that your your career night when you played Cal State Fullerton. Uh, mm-hmm. You had a couple games where you're over twenty points. Um, in what was it about that, that system that really helped you become that player that you wanted to be, as you talked about earlier?
1: Well, uh, you, I mean, you got to be mindful. This is, the stew system is not really my style of play, honestly. This is like the brutal, honest truth. It's like, <laughs> um, I'm more, you know, I'm such a rhythm player. You know, and that's why I think I averaged, you know, my, um, throughout my careers of playing, you know, sports, I've always averaged over 20-something points a game. You know, uh, that's just the way, that's just the type of player, that's just the type of player I was. It was so more rhythm, but it, with Stu's system, it's more of set, it's more of a team like, you know, uh, team concept where you're, you know, each each player has a responsibility and we have to uh, respond well to each other, setting screens, coming off of screens, you know, down screens, all this all this type of stuff has to be kind of in sync. And that's what that's the way his system thrived. Right. So I had to actually adapt to that um, to be able to uh, be uh, uh, effective for, the, you know, for the team. You know, um, I'm used to just coming down where I'm feeling the shot, where I I can actually pull up and take the shot. Within Stu's system, it's more like you know, basically you want to you want to um, make sure we run through our early offense, and, and not only that, after we do our early offense, we got that motion or we got you know our sets that we uh, that we'll set up into. And so um, for me, I knew I had to make a change in my game to uh, make it work to play at Utah State on this new system. Uh, Larry Stacey's system was a little bit different. Uh, it was more up and down. Uh, it was more, you know, it definitely same thing on the defensive end. I think both both had very good defensive schemes and, and all that. But Larry Stacey was more my style where um, it was a, we were able to get up and down and do do certain things that way. But that's the thing with uh, being within the stew system. And what I've learned is, when you're in a system and you're trying to become uh, uh, productive for the team, you really have to buy into the system to get acclimated, so that you can use all your gifts to be, you know, become that player for that team, you know, whatever capacity that may be. You know, so that's what I did, and that's, you know, I think that's why. And, I mean, part of the reason why we were successful because we really had a good team. We had other guys on that team, and that was really good. So,
0: yes, uh, fascinating stuff. Uh, certainly, yeah. where you were uh, kind of straddled both coaches that way in their in their times at Utah State. Again, we're talking to Troy Roll. He was a first team All Big West player for Utah State in the ninety nine two thousand season. One of the teams that will be honored this weekend. Uh, had somebody text in and say uh, one of the memories that they had of you playing for Utah State was a a monster dunk that you had on a seven footer uh, from uh, Boise State in the Spectrum. Uh, and, uh, and do you recall? Are there certain moments in your time playing times for Utah State that really stand out to you that you can you recall everything about that moment as it played out, and how it all set up for everything that took place that day?
1: Yeah, see that that dunk. I I probably won't forget that one because um, uh, because uh, it's it's always being brought up to me about like how <laughs> it's like the top uh, fifty college greatest dunks on uh, YouTube and, and and all this stuff. Uh, um, so, but I do that game. That game was like kind of a really pivotal moment for us. Um, within this conference it was the game for us to go undefeated and we knew boise state was going to come in it was going to be physical they were going to try to take us out of our game and this was their goal and the guy that was guarding me he made sure that he was like throwing elbows he's talking trash to me and the way this dunk came about is sean daniels blocks the the shot and this ball is between me and the defender. I, you know, kind of hit the ball out to, um, uh, in the open court. And I see my man trailing me and he is hustling. And I'm like, please don't do it because th- this is like my final, <laughs> my final game. There's nothing you're going to do. That's going to stop me. <laughs> and so I just took off and uh next minute I you know the house is just going crazy and uh, it, they called a foul. I wasn't sure if they were going to call the charge or a foul and then all of a sudden I look over to the ref and it was a charge and I was uh, yeah, it was just – that was just <laughs> a, an awesome moment. like you. Yeah. And then Bernard just had an awesome game. He came – he was just draining three-pointers and uh, it was just great. It was a fun – that was a really fun game, you know to come out and and uh, to win the tournament and go undefeated and and uh, to win the conference, excuse me, and then go undefeated and uh, undefeated in conference and and to uh, finish our our our, uh, our conference season that way.
0: Yeah, that that your senior year, uh, that team went twenty eight and 16 and zero in conference play, uh, rolled through the uh, the conference tournament, and made it to the NCAA tournament where Utah State hadn't been there for uh, had many opportunities to go there at that time they've had many opportunities since so you were part of a sea change that was taking place at Utah State but in that uh, that tournament game you guys faced UConn Mm -hmm. and uh, UConn's got great tradition they've had some great players but you guys played them pretty tough what do you remember about that game
1: well you know we we knew we we had a defending champs uh, that year and so we made our games our game but here's here's a thought. Like this is one of the things that we all kind of collectively came to a conclusion with. Is basically at the end of that game, we, we there was Bernard Rock and um, uh, Tony Brown. If those two just played like you know half their game like they they're capable of, oh, uh, we would have be we would have beat them um but you know uh like the the next the following year tony redeemed himself played an awesome game for, you know to beat Ohio State and, and all that good stuff but but that that's one of the things we took from that but we went in knowing that we we could match up against anybody and really we just was that confident you know uh not necessarily cocky at all but we were just confident in what we were doing and so i i do want to stress this too because at this time we we didn't realize how good we were until um, we start going on this whole winning streak and we all of a sudden just start looking around like, Hey, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good, but we didn't realize how good we were until that Boise state game and we won and we went undefeated. It all started to come together. Like, wow. Okay. We could really do something really good here. And and that's just how that whole season went. It's like, we just had our, heads, you know, to the grind it. like just um, every game we took, every game wasn't really looking at the rankings, but even though we thought we should have been there though, but many of times, but it's all good. But, um, but that, yeah, that's just how that season came about.
0: What do you recall uh, most about the game, the way that it played out, going to the NCAA tournament, being on that stage mm-hmm. and playing the, the reigning champs?
1: Oh man, that's like, that's like my type of game. I'm like, the the bigger, the better I'd like, because I, you you always want to match up against the best because it gives you a chance to see how good you really are. Yeah. Not only that, it's just the competitive nature uh, that, uh, that we all have is basically, um, you know, we wanted to show the uh, the nation that we're, we're just as good as anybody that out there. And that's what we did. We went out and we competed. You know, a few of our guys didn't compete to their, their, their level. You know, if we had that and everybody's on their, their game, you know, and that's just part of basketball, you know. But the, the best part of it is is that um, um, we went in it together and, you know, and uh, we all stuck together through that whole process. And, and that's part, uh, even though um, with I never got too high on, like, notoriety and that type of stuff. I'm like really. What it, what's going to show is when we step on the court, and we take care of business, and then from there, you know, everything else is just going to fall into place. You know, that that's the type of mindset that we had. You know, that whole season. You know, and we're talking
0: even, to uh, Troy Roll, former Utah State men's basketball player of the '99 2000 team. Uh, it's going to be recognized uh, coming up this weekend when Utah State takes on Boise State. Interesting, that you keep referring to that game. It's going to be a uh, a reunion game, uh, f- and a revenge game on this current team's mind, I'm sure, for, for this weekend. But uh, I think a couple of qu- other quick questions that I have for you is uh, uh, if you're comfortable sharing any uh, unique anecdotes or stories about uh, your time playing under Stu Morrill, because he was a guy that became larger than life around here for his mm-hmm. time as, as a head coach with his tremendous success – uh, but as you said, he, he did have a different personality than Larry Eustachie. Uh mm-hmm. Any uh, anecdotes you could share about either one of those uh, coaches and your experience with them, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff?
1: Oh, yeah, Stu, Stu was more uh, – you know, I really had a great relationship with Stu. Like, I, I, just, I understood where he was coming from. I saw his philosophy, you know um, – his, uh, you know, his concept about a, a team unity, you know, um, all these little things that uh, Stu has within his system, uh, I thought was really neat because I've never really, you know, uh, seen a coach like Stu before. Like he just, his, the way his mind thinks on, you know, uh, basketball and uh, especially preparation. I mean, he's absolutely a genius to me, and I've carried that with me everywhere. Whatever I'm doing, I'm always trying to be prepared for it. And not only that, I look at it as life, too, and I do relate sports to life and, and uh, especially playing, playing under the stew, which I, you know, I would not change it for anything in the world because it was just such a great learning experience for me. You know, um, just the the game, learning the game, you know, um, in so many different facets, because I I learned it, you know, with other styles, but never a style like this that I was able to uh, embrace and and take on. Um, But Stu's system, you know, helped me with the preparation, and it kind of leaked over into my life, like, you know... um, even with the ups and downs, the mistakes, uh, uh, the failures and the highs, you know, the success and everything else that comes along with it. It's just being prepared and, and, um, and being ready for those moments. And, uh, those, that's something that I really take from Stu is just that I I really get him, even though he's just a quiet reserved, he's not like, you know, out there there too much, but, but I just related really well with him, uh, you know, um, in that way. And, uh, and I think that's why we had a mutual respect, you know, um, uh, uh, just, you know, and I think that's what made our relationship so great is that I just respect what he did and, and he saw my effort and, uh, you know, and I think that's why we, we just, we just gelled well. And from there, Stu was, just went on to be very successful in, um, you know, leading his teams on, you know. And so, and that's what I can really appreciate about him.
0: I think one of my last questions for you is uh, one of the things that we want to do this week as we we catch up with a lot of these former Aggie players is to find out what what have you done since you left Utah State? Uh, After your playing time in an Aggie uniform, Mm -hmm. what's Troy Roll been up to since then? Man. You know,
1: I actually thought I would go on and play, like, you know, um, after I got done, I, I went in the, to the NBA with the Orlando Magics, uh, went to Detroit Pistons. Matter of fact, uh, I was I was so fortunate. I did my pre-draft workouts with the, uh, the, Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, that, that was just an amazing deal there for me to go in and just experience what those guys go through. Um, to get selected by a team and and all that. So that was really cool. But here's what what, would really start to carry over is when I started to get into like the workforce, because I'm like, man, I got to get a job. Like, (laughs) What is this? (laughs) And so this is when reality sets in on me. And so (laughs) I'm sitting there thinking like, man. So I knew I had to do something. Uh, I wanted to be, if I wasn't playing basketball, I wanted to do something that um, I'm always trying to help people out. And if I'm doing something to help somebody out, I think my life will have some type of fulfillment and meaning to it. And so um, I jumped right into the medical field. So I wanted to be a PA. Um, So I didn't get accepted into PA school my first year. But incidentally, the jazz called me up and say, Hey, we're going to bring you in work out. I was like, unbelievable opportunity. So I'm like, yes, I will take it. <laughs> right. And so I played the summer league with that. After that, um, I, I had this feeling like this was the end of my basketball career. I was still in my primes. They, they, they put me at a, a 44 inch vertical, uh, while I was there with the jazz, um, and, uh, I was just, I felt like the most healthiest at that time. And, uh, I, I had this feeling like this was it. And after I got done with that, I jumped right into respiratory therapy. And so that's what I've been doing for like 13, 11 years. And after that, um, um, I jumped into sales. And so, um, I was working in the medical field and we're doing a lot of sales in that, that uh, aspect and i'm still in sales now today but now more on the financial side with uh, rapid financial solution and so that's what i do and um it's i mean and my life has just taken me you know places and uh and i still uh um, apply those things that i've learned in sports to to what i'm doing now today
0: you know wow. I think
1: that's part of uh part of my success is that you know you know there were failures in between too. I won't share all the failures though, but I will share the good times. <laughs> but, um,
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah,
1: but it, you know, um, but I'm I, I'm fortunate. You know, um, I'm in a place where I can, you know, do some really good things and get some really good, uh, good uh, um, results with my effort, and uh, and that's one of the things that taking from Stu's system and from all the coaches that have. That I had I had experiences with, and especially you know, here in uh, with Utah State, you know, it is effort because this is the, what our town is all about: is going out and putting effort on that court to get a result that you want. And, and if uh, you know you lose, at least you could say you had you put all your effort into it. And so that's that's what that's what I've been up to.
0: Well, Troy, it's, uh, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, we remember you well when you were at Utah State and uh, opportunities to try to make it into the NBA, but it sounds like you've had some other things that have happened in your life since then, and uh, it sounds like you're well, and we uh, look forward to seeing you back up at Utah State on the on the Spectrum floor uh, coming okay. up this weekend.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I really do. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, and uh, last thing for me, just uh, do you keep up with some of your former players? Uh, do you keep oh, up yeah. with some of those guys? Do you stay in touch?
1: Yeah, yeah we do do Um, I'm I'm friends with them a lot of them on Facebook and and all that you know how it is is once you get your life and you you know you get hustling and you got kids and everything else is you know in place it's like uh, you know you're just so focused on what you're doing sometimes uh, you know sometimes people are a little distant a little bit away but we still regardless on uh, how absent we are from each other. Uh, as soon as we get together, it is like we haven't skipped a beat. You know, it's just that's just a part of uh, that camaraderie we build, and you know, battling together on the court and all that good stuff. And I, and you know, that's the one thing you know as players we miss the most is that the uh, the camaraderie that we built with uh, our teammates and just the laugh, the laughter and the friendships. You know, uh, being that close with each other. Um, that that's the part we missed, but um, but you know, understand the world keeps going around and life keeps going on.
0: Well, it should be a fun reunion for you and uh, some of those yeah. other folks of that uh, that two thousand or ninety nine and two thousand team. And we look forward to seeing you on the courts on Saturday night.